Another Be Well Beloved Wednesday. I am your guest co-host, Satan Long. And before we get started with another topic that's going to help you be the best version of you in 2023 and beyond, let me introduce our host of Chatting with Country. It's Country. Well, well, good morning, everyone. I hope all is going fine and everybody is getting their bodies moving. Amen. I was um, up this morning doing some house chores, and I had the thought, I said, you know, I don't have to walk today, <laughs> right? Because according to studies, if I do my housework and I clean up and wipe walls and sweep and mop, then that's just as effective as me running or walking. So I'm playing hooky today. And then <laughs> that also what? improves heart health right <laughs> i mean household cleaning burn calories more than sitting on the couch watching tv so Absolutely. clean up <laughs> well clean up for a couple reasons one what you're fine you know shout out to dave ramsey um dave ramsey is a real um huge proponent you know in the financial space of of order you know, and he says all the time that, you know, cleanliness is next to godliness. But, you know, typically people who are financially fit are very neat and well-organized. So if you're someone who's, you know, trying to get their money up, um, you're someone who's always late on their bills and, you know, paying late fees and stuff like that. A lot of it's because you got, you know, actual clutter in your home and clutter in the house. Yep. You know, so by just putting all your, your bills in one place consistently, um, making time, batching, you know, time, you know, putting time, blocking time, whatever that term you use is, um, you can get more done. You know, I remember when I was a kid, you know, real quick, you know, before we get into the actual pot, mm -hmm. I used to hate cleaning up, you know, because it seemed like it took all day. But it really didn't take all day. What took all day was me trying to get motivated to clean up. Yeah. You know, I mean, realistically, it takes, what, five minutes to vacuum, 10, 15 minutes to clean the bathroom, another five or 10, 15 minutes, you know, to hit the mirrors, you know, and you're pretty much halfway done. You know, maybe another five or 10 minutes to wipe down, the, you know, the, the woodworks and the, you know, tables and stuff like that, depending if you got glass or wood or, or whatever you got, you know, you're dusting. But the biggest problem for me wasn't doing it. It was getting motivated to do it, you know, getting over to getting off the couch, putting my program on pause, you know, worrying about, you know, missing something on the Internet or well, not at that time on the, you know, more than, you know, missing, you know, fun, fun with my friends or, you know, wanting to put the game down, you know, as a, as a younger adult. But what you realize is if you get up and you put that time in your schedule and say, okay, I'm gonna get up, no touching the phones, no looking at the internet. I don't need to know what the weather is to clean my house. You knock that stuff out in like 30 minutes and then you have a clean house and be able to sit down at your desk or be able to sit down at your kitchen table, have your morning coffee and be way more productive. You know, and plus moving helps your brain get oxygen 
which then will get rid of some of that brain fog, which will then make you more alert, which will then bring things to your remembrance. Um, like, hey, I got to pay my car note. <laughs> or, oh, wow, the rent due in a couple of days. You know? And you know, if you're a creative, you know, getting your heart moving, getting your heart pumping, getting oxygen to your brain will help your creativity. You know, I mean, I got out, I got my workout in this morning and now I got a whole bunch of notes that I came up with while I was doing without the pen. I wrote all that stuff down. But if you are in my room right now, you'll know that, hey, I got the laptop on the desk and I got a pad and pen right next to the laptop. So as soon as I sat down, took my shoes off, I was able to start writing that stuff down. So there's definitely some benefits to it in the short term and the long term. And nothing else. Somebody might pop by your house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you might you might have a romantic opportunity. And oh, now now. <laughs> and I don't know about you know y'all, but you know, I be looking. <laughs> yeah, I be looking. Yeah, the bathroom is a big one for me. Right. Yeah. So yeah, what are we talking about today? Uh. What did you say? Fake and shiny? You're going to have to explain what that is, and then I'm ready. Okay, well, well, right now I feel like um, a lot of people are being distracted by the shiny things. You know, we are looking at the, the finished product, or what we perceive to be the finished product, on a lot of different things, and overlooking all the work that it takes to get there. And sometimes what happens is when people know that you focus on the shiny thing, they use the shiny thing to put you in the trick bag. And when I say the trick bag, I mean to get you to be in a relationship with them because you think that there's something that they're not. Um, To get you to leave a good situation, whether it be um, employment, whether it be friendships, chasing the bigger, better thing. You know, the Bible says, don't despise the humble beginnings. So no matter what it is, you have to have a foundation. And, you know, good homes are built on solid foundations. You know, um, country talks about it all the time. Good relationships are built on a solid foundation. But if you get out here and you start saying, I want the person who's got everything, I want them with the looks, you know, then you find out that they're really not a good person. But because you were focused on all this external stuff, and overlooking their character traits and their ability to be honest and and forthcoming with information that you need to know, you can be led astray, you know, and now be focused on something that ultimately leads to your demise. You know, we go back, we look at Adam and Eve. They had everything. It was good to them. It was straight. They had no problems. But that apple just was real good. It was real shiny. You know, and they don't left they, they good stuff. <laughs> Yeah, for life for hard work and pain. So that's what I want to talk about. You know, like how do we really assess the people, you know, that we're looking at? Because you know, a couple of weeks ago we were talking about, you know, being in the club and you know the girls sitting against the wall, you know, versus the girls that are twerking and shaking their butts and you know, um, giving off the perception that they may be um, loose women or, or sexually active women <laughs> or women that you maybe could, um, you know, have a good time with. And then only to find out that that's what they're giving you in exchange to, to take your hard-earned money. Well, and then, too, a lot of girls, 
I won't say most of them because it looks like the majority winning right now. But a lot of girls can dance and shave, and that's not even who they are. You know, they just out there having fun. Right. But see, that's the thing, that it looks like, yeah. you know, and that's the shiny thing. Like, if we keep showing you the shiny thing, <laughs> you know, we think that that's winning. But the reality is you're not going to find good, healthy couples on the internet. You know, because good, healthy couples are focused on their families. They focused on their health. They focused on their mental um, well-being. You know, they focused on their um, long-term success of their kids. You know, you're not going to find them doing a whole bunch of promo sizzle reels about their life because they're too busy living it. You know, so when you look at the internet, you know, are you really finding what you think you're finding? Or are you just finding people looking to manipulate you into buying their product? You know, whether that be their online course, whether it be their fix your credit or, or whether it be, you know, their BBLs or diet pills or diet teas, you know, because you know, the people who are really doing it, the people who are really doing it are too busy doing it. You know, but the whole shake a butt culture is to sell records and to get people to go to the strip club and to get people to to buy, you know, the, the product. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, when the last time you seen a happy married, happily married woman, you know, with all her needs met out here shaking it for other men. Now I'm not saying that there aren't women who do that. I'm just saying it is probably very few and far between. You know, because if you're happy at home, you got no reason to be in the club. You know, my experience is the people who have the, the most peaceful homes, that's where you'll find them. You know, you'll find them sitting on their deck. You'll find them sitting on their Because they like being there. Right. You know, so, when they got it, when they got nine grocery store runs around, you know that they don't like being at home. They trying to get away from you. Exactly. Hmm. You know. So while we're chasing the the quote unquote bad chick mentality, is that really moving you away from or moving you closer to your goal? No. And I'm not making up your mind for you. I'm asking you at home. Like, okay, is being a bad chick going to help me reach my full potential as a human being is it going to put me in the position to be peaceful um because what you find out a lot of times is yeah we got master's degrees and we got phds but then we got a whole bunch of debt from getting those master's degrees and phds and it hasn't turned into the amount of income that we thought we were going to make so now you got a person with a master's degree and a phd and they don't make enough money to cover all their bills. But because everybody was getting them and people were telling you that you needed them, you and I got one too. Without thinking, okay, is this the, the best major for me? Is this the thing that I'm really gonna be committed to being a master of? You know, is this something that I wanna do the rest of my life? You know, because looking at what other people have it might not fit you. You know, I know a lot of times we talk about money. 
um, on the pod, you know, and it's like, but why, you know, am I really trying to get the money or am I trying to get the freedom that money can provide? And if I'm trying to get the freedom, sometimes I don't need more money. I just need less debt. You know, sometimes to get more freedom, I don't need to make a million dollars. I might only need to make another million so now the question is less about how do I make a million dollars a more night? How do I make 50,000 more than I make now so that I can pay my bills down so that I can go to bed at night without worrying about student loans so that I can worry less about, you know, how my kids are going to eat. You know, like I could make, you know, maybe some small changes, getting a certificate or, you know, posting to a different job or, you know, maybe learning a different skill that I could learn on an online course or reading the books that could make that freedom possible. But if all I'm looking at is people online and they telling me real estate is the way to go or nursing is the way to go. And now I'm in real estate and I don't know how to make real estate work for me, but I done spent three, four grand on this person's real estate course. Did I move myself closer to my goal? Did I set myself back? You know, I know a lot of people who went to nursing school and who got bachelors in nursings that don't want to be nurses. You know, that don't like being around the patients. You know, they couldn't pass the NCLEX. But at the time, it was CNAs, you know, and medical assistants, and they just wanted to have the charger and the flashy Louis bag. So now you're chasing stuff that you don't even really want. You know, because you think it's going to get you more respect in your family. It's going to get you to be in a position with your, you know, with men or women of more significance. But the reality is, at what cost? You know, we see it all the time. Women who want these attractive men and then get mad when the men are whores. <laughs> you know, or get mad when the men get a lot of attention from women. You know, we see men, you know, who want attractive women, but then, you know, get mad when, you know, dudes are real disrespectful to them. You know, it's like, okay, be careful what you ask for. You know, having that, you know, fine young girl. Are you really willing to, you know, put up with what come with her? You know, 45 year old man. You know, are you willing to, you know, be a father to the kids that ain't yours? Are you willing to to put up with the fact that she may never um, have a career? Are you willing to put up with the fact that maybe when you get old, you know, as country points out a lot of times, that she might not be there for you? You know, that she might not be cut for that. You know, that if you can't make money, she may leave you. You know, so you have to really count it up. You know? Like a lot of um, people say, man, I wish I had your life. And it's like, okay, but are you willing to go through the years of financial uncertainty to get here? You know, good things take time and good things take work. Yeah, Some people, you know, get to hit fast forward before the average person. If you just take your time and be patient and put in the work, good results do pay off. Well, you have bumps and bruises in the in the road always because that's how you learn. If you don't get mm -hmm. those bumps and bruises, then you're just walking out here arrogant 
you know, with no common sense, basically. Um, when we talk about shiny versus fake, it's a lot of fake stuff going on right, right now, you know, and I sat back, everybody kept saying, have you watched their clones have on yet? Have you watched that yesterday? I absolutely have. Okay, so everybody asking, you know, have you watched that? And I said, I, I started watching it and I turned it off because I don't too much care for stupidity, mm. right? And so to start out with it, it was just like all over the place and and just stupid. But in the movie, right, within the, the movie, it's everything that's in our face right now. You know, Absolutely. they talked about the music. And the music put people in trances, causing them to do whatever in the hell needs to be done. And so that that tripped me out, right? Because these kids now, they're listening to this music. They want to be like these people, sex, money, and drugs, sell. Then they went into the churches and was saying, like, you know, they was in the churches. They're they listening to the preacher. They're giving them the juice, right? Because that's what they meant mm-hmm. by that. they out here giving you the juice. And now you out here, they, they had them twerking in the club and just doing certain things. Well, and then, um, hold on, because it was one more thing that, mm-hmm. that really got me, of the food. Mm-hmm. We don't know where the food coming from. We don't know, you know, uh, what's in it or nothing. And they were showing and doing recordings and, and everything, keeping track. And I'm ruining this for somebody. I probably will hear it later, but that's okay. Right, because you should have watched it by now. It's only been out for, what, a month? Uh, so yeah. um, with the food, they they keeping a track record. You know, people obese, people fell out, people, you know, were sick, people started laughing. And, and this is all happening today. And so it's frightening that we can have something placed in our face and we still choose to go left and do these horrible things, Right. And so and now I'm going biblical, though, because that's when God tell you to choose me. We out here making all these foolish, worldly choices to the pollution instead of keeping our eyes focused on the end goal. And that's eternal life. You know, and so if we stay on this path, it's going to be a lot of people that, that just probably won't make it because you're choosing these idols. The food is an idol. Music is an idol. Church can be an idol. Your relationship can be an idol. Your cell phone can be an idol. Money is an idol. You know, and we don't look at things like that, but we really should start. And to have a movie place something in your face like that, and everybody think it's okay and it's funny, hee hee, ha ha, it's not. They killing you, and they showing you that they killing you. They controlling you, and they showing you how they controlling you. And you still choosing wrong. Now, that's crazy. Okay. Now, let's break them down one by one. Okay, let's look at the food, for example. Like, one of my favorite things to talk about is turkey bacon. Okay, so people always are like, well, you know, turkey bacon is better than regular bacon. And I'm like, but where does turkey bacon come from? What part of the turkey is that? And nobody can ever give you an answer. But it feels like um, it should be better, right? Because that's what they told you. But the reality is, is it's just a bunch of pushed together turkey parts that's left over. Like a hot dog, like some bologna. Exactly, but it's turkey bacon, so it's supposed to be better. I don't, I don't eat regular bacon. I eat turkey bacon. But is it really healthier? Um, another example is Beyond Meat. Okay, a lot of people 
but like I don't eat meat, but I eat Beyond Burgers. Okay, so what's holding together the Beyond Burger, and what's making it taste like meat? Same binders they putting in Dollar Menu Burgers is the same binders they putting in Beyond Meat. You know, as somebody who does this for a living, <laughs> you know, um, all I'm really trying to do is take advantage of an, uh, a void in the marketplace. Okay, they're not eating meat. Well, what will they eat instead of meat? Okay, they still want burgers. So we'll make burgers out of soy products and binders for people who don't eat regular burgers and then convince them that it's healthier by saying it doesn't have meat in it. So I'm going to miseducate you for the purpose of putting you into a situation where you buy what I want you to buy. Okay, now let's go to the to the church, you know, and God wants you to dominate. Um, as soon as you open the book, you know, first thing I talk about is the people being in the line again and again and again, trying to get healed from the same situations. And what I always got tired of hearing was that it was my fault, that it wasn't my season, that I wasn't tired enough, that I wasn't praying enough, that I was always doing something wrong, that it was greater later. And it's like, but mm -hmm. so when am I going to be in line, the right line? <laughs> You know, not next in line, you know, but if you continue to push and move the goalpost, then you never have to be accountable to anyone for a result. Mm -hmm. You know, well, you know, like there are years that literally you could take my tax return to my tide and, um, and put them together and see that I did everything I was supposed to do. Talk choir, you know, talk Bible studies, Bible bowl, did everything. Stop fornicating the whole thing. But you know what I didn't do? I didn't get better on my job. I didn't work to become a better communicator. I didn't learn um, a new skill. You know, so I really didn't give God nothing to work with. So all of that other stuff was cool. And maybe it did open some doors and give people a perception of me as a good person. But I didn't have the work ethic or character to take advantage of the opportunities. If somebody gives you an opportunity to play in the NBA, but you're not in NBA shape, you won't be in the NBA long. So what do you have to do? You have to be prepared. You have to have worked on your skills. You have to have worked on the things that are important to keep you in the position or to get you in the position and keep that position once you get it. You know, it makes no sense to not be good at something that you want. I can't ask people for money to do a job that I can't do. I can't ask God for opportunities I can't take advantage of. You know, so again, they mesmerize you by keeping you hopeful. By dangling shiny things. <laughs> right, by keeping you hopeful. Um, and hope the fire make the heart sick. So now here's the last one, you know, and I wrote about this one. Again, this is what I do for a living. I use my, my, I use my powers for good, <laughs> but not everybody does. Um, but I talk about encouraging people to farm so you can sell them a shovel. You know, so instead of growing crops, I'm going to sell seeds and shovels. You know, I'm going to put you in a position to chase your dream and then sell you the car to drive towards you. Knowing that it might not have enough gas, knowing that it don't run well enough to get you where you're trying you to go. Get it fixed. Mm -hmm. Right. So, again, you know, 
that's what we're looking at. We're looking at the world and the people who run the world. Now, the people who run the world, yeah, they're selling you this chicken. You know, they selling you soul food Sundays. They don't care that it's going to create um, obesity and diabetes. They sell and with that, let me insert. They selling it, and then what are they doing though? They putting sugar in it. Right. Sugar keeps you coming back. It's exactly. like having crack in your stuff. Exactly. And so why do I have to have my greens with sugar in it? Right. When did mac sugar and macaroni become a thing? Right. So you you got to be mindful of what you putting in your mouth. But here's the, the thing. chicken it's... that I just got the other day. I ran it under the water. It just broke apart. Chicken don't do that. Right. But here's the thing. There's something called a bliss point. And what a bliss point is, is how much sugar they need to put in it. Sugar and or salt. They need to put in any item to make it addictive. So there are literally laboratories working day and night to figure out how much salt we need to put in a hash brown, how much sugar we need to put in sweet tea. But then here's the problem on the back end. They know people don't want to die. So now once I make you sick and I take away all your good work years, then on the back end, you don't want to die. So basically I'm charging you your retirement to live because you got to keep getting these medications or you're not going to live. You got to keep going to this dialysis or you're not going to live. You got to keep getting these knee replacements and hip replacements because if you don't, you're not going to live. So now I've taken all your good work years. You know, I've given you just enough aspirins and Advil's and shots. Everywhere and shots and gel <laughs> right. shots. They got all kind of stuff now. And vaccines, you know, no disrespect to the vaccines, but you know, we're giving you enough of whatever medication we can there. give it's you. A lot, it's a little disrespect out there, but that's okay too. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I'm 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 trying to stay middle of the road with with my comments mm -hmm. here. You know, but we've given you enough to keep you working, and in the process, we've gotten you to go get this expensive education, get this big old house, get these big old cars, get all this jewelry, get these shoes with red on the bottom, and you know, and Nike checks on the side to where you have to work. You know, you can't quit. You can't walk away. You can't be Mrs. Um, on everybody. Hey, Chris, she's like, my husband got two jobs and she would quit. But you can't quit if you got a mortgage that's too high. <laughs> you can't quit if you got a car note that's too high. You can't quit if you got all these credit cards. You, know, you can't quit. You know, if you are in debt, you have literally become a debt slave. You know, and to be honest with you, if you take away the abuse and the rape, Slavery really ain't that bad. And I know that sounds like a horrible take. And somebody's going probably, you know, like, oh, I can't believe he said slavery ain't that bad. Put it in a question and answers and we'll address it. Okay, so here's here's what I'll say. At that time, they paid for your food. They paid for your clothes. They paid for your shelter. And in exchange, you worked. Now, you got to work and pay for your own food, your own shelter. So it's a situation where, you know. It's, it's the same thing going on today. The chains are just invisible. Exactly. Invincible. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's a perspective. You know, everybody doesn't have to agree with my perspective. You know, it's just a point that I'm making. 
but that's the shiny stuff. It's like, I'm going to get you to go get another degree that you can't use just so you can walk around and say you got a degree. So now when you got to pay for that degree, you can't quit your job. I could literally kick you in your ass and you going back to work. Slap you in your face and you just going to be mad. <laughs> but I need my job. You know, I can't be without my job. You know. So again, you have no freedom. You know, and one of the things that when I work with clients, I'm like, know your numbers. You know, know your numbers. You know, how much do I need in order to be comfortable? How much do I need to have coming in each and every month to live the lifestyle that allows all my needs to be met? How much do I need to make in order to make sure my payroll is met? Because what will happen is you'll hire these marketers and these brand consultants and they'll get you all these photo shoots and billboards and posters and they'll blind you with your ego, you know, because you'll like the way you look on that billboard, you know, or you'll like the way you look in them pictures or you'll like the way you look on YouTube or in that podcast vid or whatever. But how are you going to recoup that money? You know, I speak from experience, you know, yeah, it was cool, you know, to have all of these, you know, different people, you know, putting cameras in my face. But then you start looking at your money going in the wrong direction. Like, man, I'm spending money for this attention. I'm buying this attention. You know, this is not given to me. I'm paying for it. You know, and now how do I then make enough money to pay myself and get out of debt? You know, when I got to the point where, man, my money was low. All I had was <laughs> was social media and an Android phone and information. But luckily, my information was valuable enough to small business owners that I was able to reverse out of debt. And I'm still reversing out of debt. You know, but what got me in debt was chasing the shiny thing. You know, chasing, you know, the radio and the T-shirts and going to the events and wanting to be cool. You know, wanting to be the cool business owner. You know, I got my own business. Okay. But if you have your own business, how much money are you actually making? You know, are you making enough money to sustain yourself for months at a time? Are you making enough money to where if you have no clients, you could still pay your bills? You know, or are you just Facebook popular? You know, or are you an entrepreneur because you can't hack it in corporate America? You know, like now everybody's, you know, a, a motivational speaker or a podcaster or a life coach. Okay, but what are your results? You know, and for my people at home who are, you know, maybe consider hiring any of these people, what are their results? I don't care how much you vet me. You could look me up. You could call the people that I work with. You can go through my timeline and, and inbox people. My name is good. And I would encourage you to do so. You know, but I also want you to do that with every other person you think about hiring. I also want to do that every time you think about buying a product. Look that stuff up. See what's in it. You know, I got a homegirl that when I started really working on my health, every time I would buy something, I would like, what's this word? I don't understand this. Oh, that's a binder. Okay, well, what's this? Oh, well, they add that to um, 
because she's she's a chemist. So literally, I was asking every question I could because I didn't want to buy stuff that I couldn't use or that was going to do harm to me when I was trying to do good. You know, it's like I used to love them um, zero, whatchamacallits, the zero waters or whatever they call. I can't remember what they call. They're made by Coca-Cola. And then I'm thinking, cool, zero calories. But what I didn't realize is it wasn't zero sugar and it wasn't zero carb. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, so yeah, there's no calories involved, but there's a ton of sugar and carb. So I can't drink these. Well, and then in the stuff they say, like, it's no sugar. Nine yeah. times out of ten, it's sugar in there. <laughs> yeah, like low in fat. in a different form. Yeah. Like low fat. <laughs> like how much is low fat? Is it lower than the regular fat? Or is it really, really low? <laughs> or is it more? You know, right. so you just saying it's low. Lower than what? You know, so I mean, you really have to to look at this stuff and figure out if you're doing more harm to yourself than good. You know, because it hurts my heart. You know, it hurts my heart. You know what I'm saying? Because. Our knowledge is so limited, and the people we trust to give us knowledge are misleading us. You know, you're putting people in our communities, you know, in the form of politicians, in the form of um, community activists, in the form of pastors and preachers, um, in the form of leaders, who then we find out years later never meant us any good. Mm-mm. You know, they just were trying to steer us toward the votes that they they needed. You know, they were trying to, you know, wrangle us in. So they so could they make it to the Senate seat. Right. Or so that they could get grant money. You know, not because they really wanted to see us progress. Um, it's the same thing with marketers. Like, I've been in rooms with marketers and had conversations with marketers who've literally said, I don't care if they make one dime as long as I get paid. I got the people to come out. It's on them to make a sale. But the reality is if you sent me a whole bunch of people with no money, now I just got a room full of people with no money who can't buy nothing. How good were you at your job if that's all you did? You know, same thing with support. You know, we walk around here asking for support. But what happens is that distracts us from making products that people will actually buy. From making stuff that actually is convertible into cash. You know, Pepsi ain't looking for Pepsi supporters. Pepsi looking for Pepsi buyers. <laughs> you know, um, I always talk about Warren Buffett and buying Coca-Cola. And he said they were doing millions of dollars a day. And he's like, okay, I'm going to add a penny to the price of these Cokes because I know we're selling millions of them a day. And we want to immediately start making a million dollars for a day. Because he knew adding a penny wouldn't stop people from buying the product because they were buyers, not supporters. You know, people will tell you that they're going to support you, that they're going to watch the podcast, that they're going to buy your book, that they're going to come to your event. And then when you have your event, now you got a room with nobody in it, but you still had to pay for the venue. You still had to pay for the security. You still had to pay for the psalmist. You still had to pay for the musicians. You still had to pay for the uh, thing that turn around when people take the pictures. 
but where are all the people that said they were coming? You know, well, all the folks that was patting you on the back. And so proud of you. Where are they at? You know, but if you would have known in advance that way, a lot of people who who say that they're gonna do something ain't done it yet. You know what mom and them always say, don't count money you ain't got. Mm-hmm. You know, don't count money you ain't got, don't count on people you know who say they're gonna do something because they may not do it. You know, we see a lot of people who get into situations based on you know somebody's promise. You know, but I'm telling you right now, man, you know, do your due diligence, do your homework, you know, clean up your house, get your house together so you can sit down and read those papers. So you can sit down and read those books. So you can sit down and look at that information clearly before you sign something or do something based on getting rich quick. You know, based on this going, you know, make me go viral. I got news for you. Don't matter if you go viral if nobody buys your product. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, a million views and no sales is not very good if you're a business owner. Now, I'd rather have seven views and four sales. Now, I mean, again, I'll I'll go back to the you know starting out with a with a cell phone, you know, some internet and information. That led to people paying me which helped me get out of the hole. Okay. I didn't have a viral moment, still haven't had a viral moment. However, I was able to write a book with one of the richest black men in the country. I was able to take on clients that were paying me enough money so that I could pay my bills, you know, so that I could put a little bit of money up. So if that relationship ended, I still had some money left over to tie me over to maybe I got another client or something else came through. Now, prior to that, I got into that situation because there were a bunch of people who owed me money that they said that they were going to give me that I didn't get. You know, but thank God for, you know, good friends who believe in you and trust you who got your back, you know, because if it wasn't for them, man, I would have had some real tough moments. You know, and I don't want you to have those tough moments. You know, I don't want you to put yourself in a position to where you trusted in some get rich quick scheme or you trusted in some man or woman who said that they were going to be with you <laughs> until the end of time. But then first time you couldn't take them on a date or take them on a trip or give them what they wanted, you saw the other side. So that's why we're talking fake and shiny, because we're really trying to help you protect yourself and protect your family, protect your legacy and your hard work. Real talk. So what you got for these people as they get out of here? I know they got things to do today and we don't want to hold them all back. All right. So I would just say, first of all, if you're watching, they clone Tyrone. Um change your mindset as you watch it so that you can see what they are putting in your face and calling it a comedy (laughs) or a thriller or a horror movie or whatever. It's a lot of, um, 
what pandemic movies, apocalyptic movies out here, where if you've noticed, um, the, the Jetsons, right? If mm-hmm. you've noticed, they put it in your face first. They train the eye gates so that when they give it to you, then you're more acceptable with it. And so we got to do better because it's sad. You got to be accountable to you, and then you can be accountable to someone else. Stop being spoon-fed pollution from the world when it's right there in your face. Um, As we were talking, we talked about um, cleaning and heart health and stuff. The other day, I did a seed session called Letting Go, and that's kind of some of the things that I was talking about letting go of. And so y'all might want to check that out, too. Absolutely. Learn from your downs. Learn from your downs. And then are the shiny things really shiny or are they dull? Get to know people. The only people I need around me is people whose heart is like mine. That's going to tell me the truth when I need it. But then we need to take each other's advice. And if you're telling me something that you're seeing, even if I don't agree with it, I need to sit and ponder it. Because maybe it's some alterations that I need to do with them myself. I think we talked about that in another podcast. You wondering why you, you keep losing jobs. You know, somewhere in there you got to switch something up. And I'm sure you had a friend that was kind of saying, hey, you're doing too much. So we got to be mindful of things like that. And then it, it takes some ups and downs, wins and losses in life to find out who these people are that are like-minded with you that have the same heart as you but once you get them you want to try to hold on to them for as long as you can is things shiny and fake like what are they and on that note if you hang in there with me i'll hang in there with you peace